Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Thursday, July 28, 2022. Our bit today comes from Philippians 3, verse 14, which says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And then it was Thursday, the penultimate day in our work week. But around here in the greater Toronto area, not many people are thinking of work, but of the upcoming Caribana weekend and the Simcoe holiday on Monday. Yes, friends, this is Theo's big weekend where it's parties galore and the big street parade on Saturday. Oh, sorry, sorry. I believe I call the celebration by the wrong name. It's now something like Toronto Caribbean Carnival or some such moniker because of the legal dispute over the ownership of the Caribana name. But you know what? Call it whatever they will. It will always be popularly known as Caribana. End of story. Now, today we are going to consider an interesting writing from our one-year book of Bible promises authored by Ruth Harms Colkin, and it's titled, It Takes a Lifetime. So please read with me how I love the words of the Apostle Paul. I don't mean to say that I have already reached perfection, but I keep working toward that day when I will finally be all that Christ Jesus saved me for and wants me to be. No, dear brothers and sisters, I'm still not all I should be, but I'm focusing all my energies on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I strain to reach the end of the race and receive the price for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us up to heaven. End of quote there. And it's noted there that that passage comes from the New Living Translation of Philippians 3, 12 to 14. But then the writing continues. What tremendous encouragement. Paul, who knew Jesus Christ so intimately, whose consuming desire was to please him, who endured illness, imprisonment, shipwreck, beatings, mockery, and heartache, all for the sake of Christ. This very same Paul confessed he hadn't arrived, that God was still growing him. I see again, while my conversion took but a moment, my growth takes an entire lifetime. In God's great wisdom and knowledge, he anticipates the finished product while he lovingly takes me through the long, long process. End of the writing. And is that ever the glorious, though difficult truth, my fellow believers? It certainly is. Yes, coming to Christ takes but a moment, but becoming like Christ takes an entire lifetime because it is not an easy process. And that is what a lot of us don't seem to understand. 
God's eventual purpose is to make us all over in the image of Christ. As the good book says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And that comes from Romans 8.29. And we all know that to be made over into anything at all doesn't happen overnight. And to be made like Christ, brother, that will obviously take ages. And as the writing intimates, if Paul was so closely involved with Christ, knew him so intimately, and still didn't consider himself to arrive, then it's obvious that those of us who are not as intimate still have a long way to go. And as Paul says in 2 Corinthians, but we all with open that's unveiled face, beholding as in a glass or mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed or transformed into the same image that of Christ from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. And that comes from 2 Corinthians 3.18. Yes, it's the Lord's Spirit that trans transforms us into the likeness of Christ from glory to glory or step by step, not all at once. And Brother Paul assures us early on in his missive to the Philippians, being confident of this very thing, that he which had begun a good work in you will perform it or complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, which comes from Philippians 1.6. And isn't that wonderful to know, my brethren? God will not stop transforming us into the image of his Son until his Son comes back to take over his kingdom. Glory, hallelujah. That's why these words of Paul are so important. And we'll read them this time in the more powerful, from the more powerful King James Version. <laughs> Where he says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended or arrived. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And all of that simply means that he has given up all his earlier accolades, like his great education and position as a powerful Pharisee, given it up in his determined pursuit to know the risen Christ. As he also said earlier on in the same letter, but what things were gained to me those I counted lost for Christ, and do count them but dung, that's rubbish, that I may win Christ. And that comes from Philippians 3, 7 to 8. So knowing and winning Christ and the divine prize, the divine prize, that's the joyful and personal satisfaction of having attained it, is all that he was then focused on. And it's all that we should also be focused on. That's truly knowing Christ should be our life's goal. So much so that when we come to the end of this earthly stage of life, we can say like Bro Paul did to Timothy, I fought a good fight. 
I've finished my course or my race. I've kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto them also that love his appearing or, or eagerly await his second coming. And that comes from 2 Timothy 4, 7 to 8. No, friends, that's what we ought to be working towards. And let's hope that those scriptures we have considered this morning will light or relight the flame in our souls and spirits for Christ so that we can sincerely put our best foot forward and do his divine bidding with excellence, diligence, and a true sense of purpose. And to help us do that, let's go home now declaring, right, we spell declaring right today. Let's go home declaring our Thursday blessings, which have been so generously bestowed on us to enable us to do our earthly work. All together now, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And now my people, having activated those blessings by declaring, would you believe I spell declaring there wrong? Yes, having activated those blessings by declaring them aloud, we must now go out and generously use them in winning souls for Christ. Much love. And the postscript for today says, we can't sincerely press toward the heavenly prize unless the flame of Christ burns brightly in us. And that's the gospel truth, friends. Unless we are really turned on to Christ, like bro Paul was, we can't really do that much. We, we, we have to get ourselves together and just let the flame burn brightly. And we pray, pray that today, in Jesus' name, we'll go out and try to do all of that. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.